First news with Keeler in the morning on WIBX and WIBX950.com. Dr. Ken Hall standing by on the line right now. Doc, good morning. Uh, do I do I have him here? I don't. Uh, Doc, can you hear me? Yep, I got oh, you. Got so, you here. Uh, Decoration Day was actually called Decoration Day because it was a day that you that uh, people should go out and decorate the grave sites of those that uh, fell during the Civil War. Right. Well, that was tomorrow's question. Uh, but oh, uh, we- sorry. <laughs> No, it wasn't. No, it wasn't really. I'm you know, busting your chops. Again, he's got an answer for everything. You do. Yeah, we uh, throw at him. Uh, well beyond the medical, uh, the medical realm. But so. y- you know what I thought of? The first thought I had was um, what I assumed it was, was, you know, they would say he was a very decorated soldier or mm-hmm. a decorated general. That was the, the correlation my mind made. But uh, it's good to know what the real answer is. Uh, that's really cool. Okay, uh, Doc, uh, let's start by, it's been a few days, um, and I know that you've been in and out, but we are looking at um, outdoor weather, and I know the next uh, couple of days are going to be tricky, but uh, but after that, the weekend not looking all that bad. And as we are more outdoors, the numbers continue to get down. That, of course, uh, combined with the fact that we're, we're about 60-some-odd percent vaccinated in this area. Yeah, so those are all good things. I will say, so yesterday morning, uh, we had 14 people in the Mohawk Valley Health System that were admitted for COVID. And, you know, uh, unlike last year where the, where the average age was, you know, uh, 70 plus, um, now we're seeing people in their late 30s and 40s and people that do not necessarily have significant comorbidities. So I think that that's an indication of two things. Number one, that uh, that the vaccines have worked because the, the vulnerable population is the population that we targeted uh, very early on and very strongly to really try and protect them. But number two is that this, this virus is still around and, you know, getting, getting your vaccine, even though you're young and you are healthy and you say, well, you know, I'm not, I'm not really in danger, that's not true. There are, like I said, there are people in their 30s and 40s here uh, that are in the hospital because of this uh, disease. So continuing to, you know, look for and get vaccinated really is really important for the individual, and it's important for the uh, community. Doc, I, I find something interesting here, and we talked about these numbers earlier. I know this is a small snapshot. Okay, so the last three days of reporting for Oneida County, just a total of 21 new cases. That's great news. But as I look here at ocgov.net, I see this is just county residents, Oneida County residents, 19 hospitalized, nine of them in the ICU, and the county's active case total is 150. So I'm just surprised that that hospitalization and ICU numbers so large, when numbers have fallen as they have, and, and the active case total you can see is down under, you know, it's, it's almost under 150. 150 is, yeah. uh, is a good number. Yeah, so the, so the active cases relates to, you know, that, that I think goes to, toward people who, um, who are uh, having minimal symptoms. And I, I think that we have probably gone away a little bit from actually doing um, significant testing on people that have minimal symptoms. Okay. So that, that may be an artificially low number. Mm-hmm. Um, the other thing that, that I would say is that for the people that have gotten uh, vaccinated, that, the, that they continue to, uh, to be protected from severe disease. The people that have not, obviously, you know, are, are not protected. And those are the ones that we're going to see. Um, coming into the hospital. 
All right. Just uh, just a follow-up to that. You're right. It could be uh, artificially low. But as a percentage of active cases in Oneida County, almost 15% of those cases are in the hospital. That's a huge number. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, but you're right. It's probably larger than that, but fewer are now getting tested. What do you say to uh, someone like Rand Paul who, uh, who has said he will not get vaccinated? So I don't understand why Senator why why Senator Paul would not get vaccinated. I don't I don't understand the 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 thought process behind it. it you know, and and obviously I haven't spoken to him, so I I don't know, and and I haven't read a lot of media reports about what his explanations are. Um, but I don't I I would say that if you're if you're saying that as an example because you got the disease, then we know that the vaccination actually gives. A higher uh, um, a higher antibody level, and uh, as far as we know, a more sustained um, a- a- antibody level. So those two things would say, you know, that vaccination would be good. Why? Why? I would ask the counter question: Why would you not get vaccinated? Yeah, yeah. Especially um, with uh, the success that it seems to be seems to be having right now. Uh, Dr. Hall, Rand Paul's statement on a uh, on an interview that he did, uh, this is a quote. He says, until they show me evidence that people who have already, because he had COVID-19, Senator Paul had COVID-19. He said, until they show me evidence that people who have already had the infection are dying in large numbers or being hospitalized or getting very sick, I just made my own personal decision that I'm not getting vaccinated because I've already had the disease yeah, saying is the and antibodies. I have natural immunity. Which, by the way, they uh, they came out that, that if that natural immunity does exist, uh, the latest is saying that it lasts at least, uh, the antibodies last at least 10 months um, that we are, we're learning now. That's at least not... Uh, for the uh, vaccine? But no, for, antibodies for, for people who've had the virus. Uh, did you see that, Doc? Yeah, yeah, I did, and that is good. And so, if his if his explanation is that you know, well, I, I had the disease and therefore I am already immune, then you know, okay, that is a reasonable um, um, argument and uh, explanation. If he's saying that he's doing it because it is his personal, you know, choice and it is his right to make that choice, that's absolutely true, and I fully support that. Um, would I would go back to what I said earlier, which is that we do know that the that the vaccine actually provides a a higher level of antibodies, um, so you know then it just becomes kind of a judgment call. I can't I can't speak to evidence because evidence you know if it exists it is still in its formative stages about you know whether whether vaccines are ultimately better than the natural disease or or, or not. There is. Uh, theoretical um, and a little bit of science related to that that says that that they seem to be, and that's all based on antibody levels, but it's not based on people actually getting the disease. And I think that that may be what Senator Paul is uh, looking for. Uh, you uh, you have been vaccinated? I have been, yes. And when you walk into a grocery store, you walk into a convenience store, the sign says you've been vaccinated, you do not need to wear a mask. Do you wear your mask in? So I continue to wear my mask when I'm in uh, enclosed spaces with uh, with uh, um, other people, um, and and I, I do that for uh, a couple reasons. Number one, uh, I do it because I think it sets an example. Um, number two, I do it because uh, I want other people to feel comfortable around me. Uh, and number three, I do it because while I have been vaccinated, you know, I presume that my body, you know, uh, uh, manifested uh, 
uh, an antibody response to it, but I don't know that for sure. Uh, and so it is safer for me, uh, especially when we're only at 55, 60% vaccination across the, across the uh, community, uh, that, that I take that, that uh, caution. Doc, on the um, issue of the 10 months uh, of antibodies, if you've been infected and your body has fought this off, is there an idea or a theory as to what percentage of those who were sick have the antibodies for 10 months? Because we hear stories about people who say, whether it was six months in between or, or two months in between, that they've gotten it and, oh, they've gotten it again. So is it that the virus is just testing positive again? Or, or do we know what percentage of people, once they're sick, are protected for at least 10 months? So I haven't seen that data to, to say, you know, what is, the, what is the percentage, but I think you're exactly right. You know, each person is an individual, and so some people, you know, are, may, may, please don't take this to the bank, um, you know, are going to be immune forever because they got sick, and that's the way that their body responded, and it's going to continue to respond that way for, forever. Others may, may get sick. Um, and then respond very quickly, and their and their immune system says, "Okay, that's done, and now I'm going to forget about it." Um, you know, everybody is a little different, uh, and uh, another reason why, you know, while again, while I support what Doctor or what uh, what Doctor and Senator Paul says uh, from a you know from an individual choice standpoint, um, I I would uh, say that for from a caution standpoint. Uh, getting the vaccine, even if you have had the native disease, uh, would provide an extra level of benefit that that you are not currently getting. Uh, I want to throw just quickly at you um, today. Today, I believe the Liquor Authority is having uh, one of their their meetings. I'm on the alert list, so when they uh, when they meet, I get an alert and and I watch those to see what they're going to do because it affects uh, bars and restaurants. Uh, it affects venues that do wedding receptions and that sort of thing. Um, and based on what the state is requiring, I think you're going to see th- at least the Liquor Authority adopt what the state is recommending right now. And that is if you're a business, um, the, the limits are 250 and 100 outdoors. Uh, but if you're vaccinated, you do not have to wear a mask. You do not have to socially distance. That I find very interesting. Also, for arenas and sporting events, um, catering halls, etc., business capacity is only limited by the space available. So non-vaccinated people still need to wear masks and still need to social distance. Non-vax or vaccinated people do not. No masks required. They're optional. The other thing is if you have a young child uh, and you are vaccinated but the child is not eligible yet, the child can sit with unvaccinated or with vaccinated people. Mm. Um, you can have your kid with you, and they don't have to wear they don't have to wear a mask. I find that uh, to be pretty interesting. Uh, and oh, by the way, you can use the Excelsior system, proving they've been vaccinated, or the Honor system. That kind of leaves it wide open, don't you think? It does, and that's and and it's the it's the very last part. It's using the honor system, uh, which which makes it a little problematic, um, only because 
you know, if, we, if we're talking, you know, if, if you think about this as a herd immunity question, then you can say if, if you are dealing with a population of people, all of whom have been vaccinated, and there's a, let's say there's a 5% failure rate, okay, so 95% of those people are now immune, you have achieved herd immunity. Even if one person in there is actually infected, the chance of spreading it to anybody is so small that basically yeah. because there is no there is no uh, target for the virus to to uh, get to and so that that's what herd immunity is whereas with the other population you know who have not been vaccinated there and you know whether and some of them have had the disease so they they may have say 40 percent are are immune there's a lot of people within that group that the that the virus can attack and therefore you want to protect protect the population there that 60 percent that is still um vulnerable and so that's where that comes from and even if you add kids to this you know that's a that's a relatively small percentage yep, of yep. the total population so it may take that 95 percent and bring it down to 85 percent but that still that still gives you that herd immunity bubble um in terms of the virus doesn't have that many targets to look for, and so the odds of it finding somebody are very low. All right. Uh, this is. Are we, you have one more? Yeah. Uh, no, I'm okay. Good. Okay. Yeah. Just Dave and Alien asking an interesting question, I guess. Ask Dr. Hall Should a fully vaccinated person transport two unvaccinated people in your car from Herkimer to Yorkville round trip? Not if <laughs> That's you're going the to the front of barbecue and you want to. <laughs> just kidding. Well, you should require them to wear a mask, I guess, if they're not vaccinated. So I, I guess the issue is should vaccinated people still try to actively avoid unvaccinated people? Well, no, certainly not. Uh, you know, if you are vaccinated, then in the then you should be protected. Um, again, 5% or not, but in general, yes. Yeah, you're the one that's protected. I, I they're the ones that, with that. Yeah, they're the ones that are vulnerable, right? Correct. So, okay. I would say that I would recommend that the people who are not vaccinated should be wearing masks. Uh, Doc, we appreciate it. Uh, Sue, stand by. I'm going to get to you if you don't mind waiting through the news. I know you've been waiting, and I apologize. Doc, we appreciate it. Have a wonderful day and uh, a great weekend. Thank you, everybody. Please be safe. Thanks so much.